0: my students, and welcome to the podcast. First, I want to thank all of you because you are all excellent, wonderful, amazing students. And we have been learning so much from this community, DC English. I've been learning a lot from you because your questions make me research, and my research gives you answers. So... I want to thank every single one of you for being amazing students. Now there have actually been students who have stopped taking private classes because they feel that they have been learning from this community. So Barbara and Erica, welcome to the community. And I'm so happy that you are appreciating these classes. Now. Without further ado, let's get started. By the way, you're probably wondering what that phrase means without further ado. And this means without waiting any longer. Now, before you use this phrase, you want to make sure that you use it correctly. Now, we know that this podcast is about education, but it's also about motivation. And it's also about the art of learning. It's an art. You have to know how to learn. You have to learn how to learn. So for example, that phrase, without further ado, you want to make sure that you use it right and that you learn it right. So what do you do? What's a nice method of learning? Google. You Google the phrase without further ado, for example, but you also want to put in a sentence. So for example, in Google, you would put without further ado in a sentence or any phrase that you learn, my students, any vocabulary phrase, you want to follow that by in a sentence. And what Google will show you is the different ways of using without further ado in different sentences. You read those sentences, and then you will have a better idea as to how to use this phrase properly. Okay, so without further ado, let's get started. We're gonna talk about get g e t get Now this word is very very confusing to a lot of students and I understand that get is confusing because it's like air. It's everywhere. You breathe it. You speak it get. Now let's talk about pronunciation first. Notice how I don't say get get even though there's a T at the end. Usually. A T at the end of a word after a vowel is shy, not silent, because I'm not saying gay, gay. No, I'm saying get, get. There's a closing in my mouth and you have to close it correctly. So what you're doing basically is you're placing your tongue behind the top of your teeth because that's where... You put your tongue when you make the T sound. Tuh, Tuh. You're putting your tongue behind your teeth. Tuh, Tuh. But with get, you don't release that T. You don't say get, Tuh. You leave your tongue there. You leave your tongue there. Get. Get. Okay. Some teachers will actually say that get is informal. And that there's always another way or another word of using instead of get. And sometimes that's true. Sometimes get is informal, but sometimes it's necessary to use get. But first, let's talk about how informal get is actually used more often by native English speakers and why. Get. So, for example, we have the phrase, I have to go, right? I have to go to school. I have to go to work. I have to go. But native English speakers say, I gotta go. I got to go. But they don't say that. They say, I gotta go. That got and that to combine and they have a baby and that baby is gotta. Gotta. I gotta go. Congratulations. How do you feel? I gotta pay. I gotta prove it. Prove what? I'm not a mistake. But why is it that native English speakers use the informal way more than the formal I have to go? It has to do with sounds. Lazy sounds. What do I mean by that? Well, in language, my students, sounds are lazy. So this means that if there's an easier way of saying something, then the person will most likely choose that easier way of saying it. Most of the times. So how is I gotta go easier than saying I have to go. I mean, you're kind of using the same amount of syllables, I gotta go, I have to go. They're bo- they both have four syllables. So how is I gotta go easier? Well, it has to do with what is happening inside your mouth when you say these two different phrases. So. Let's examine, I have to go. Okay, first we have the huh from have, huh, huh. Where is that sound coming from? Try it, huh, huh. It's coming from back in your mouth, almost near your throat, huh, huh. Okay, so that's coming from way back in your mouth, huh. After that we have, because it's have, v. have to go right. Ha, have v. that v. v. Where does V come from? Well, you're using the top of your teeth and your bottom lip. V. v. Okay, we have that. Have to. T. That's the T. Remember where the T comes from? Yes. The top of your teeth, you're using your tongue. T. T. And after t we have go. So we have g. What's happening with g? Well, you're using the center of your tongue, not the tip of your tongue, not la punta, but the center. And you're and you're pushing it up against the roof of your mouth. Try it. G, G. Okay, that is exhausting. We have sounds coming from everywhere in your mouth to say this simple phrase. I, huh Wow. Now, let's examine I gotta go. Okay, we have I. We know that. Then we have gotta, gotta. Not got to, gotta. We have G, G. Where is that coming from? Yes. Yes, the center of your mouth. You're using the center of your tongue against the roof of your mouth. Against the roof of your mouth. G. G. All right. I ra ra ra. What's that ra? It's the same ra from the word perro. Pero. Not perro. Perro. Ra ra ra. Make the ra sound. Ra ra. What's happening? Well, the tip of your tongue is touching right next to where the center of your tongue touches when you make the G sound. Ga, ra are right next to each other. I g ra. Okay. And then we have go, which is g again. We have I ga go. They're all right next to each other. And since it's easier to say that native English speakers choose the informal way of saying I have to go because I gotta go is easier. I gotta go. All right. Now, sometimes native English speakers use the informal way of saying something for different reasons, not just easy pronunciation. So for example, we have a phrase like, what time will you arrive? What time will you arrive? That's a nice sentence, very formal and nice. So why do native English speakers use the phrase, what time will you get here? Instead of what time will you arrive? Because get here is actually the same thing as arrive. is just an informal way of saying it. Most native English speakers use this because when you think about it, my students, 90% of the time we talk to our friends and to our family. And we are comfortable around them. And when you're comfortable, you behave informally. And if you behave informally, then your speech will reflect that. Tu habla va a reflejar eso. Okay, what time will you arrive? Is something that you say to your boss or to your manager or to the president of the United States or to the king of Europe. What time will you arrive? What time will you get here is what we say when we're comfortable and we're comfortable most of the time because most of the time we're talking with our friends and with our family. But sometimes you'll find that native English speakers will use the informal way of saying something even to their boss sometimes or to a stranger. And this happens when the person wants to become the other person's friend. So for example, if you want to be cool with your boss, you can try to speak to him informally. Now, sometimes that may not end well. Maybe your boss feels disrespected, but sometimes the boss will accept it. And maybe even the stranger will too. Sometimes people do that talk to someone like they're already friends or they're already comfortable with the person in order to become comfortable with them. And that makes sense because if you think about it sooner or later, you're going to have to break the ice. Now, break the ice means to start something, initiate something. It's a nice idiom. Who's going to break the ice? Who's going to start is what you're saying. Again, remember, Google it. Break the ice in a sentence. Okay, all right. So, that is got or get, right? Get is present. Got is a past tense. Get is preferred by natives, which is why the song, I got a feeling, was a hit. A hit means that it was liked by a lot of people. And so it was on the radio for a long time. And most likely it sold a lot of CDs. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good good night. You see how I got a feeling sounds nice? Imagine if the Black Eyed Peas, because that's the band, the Black Eyed Peas would have said, I have a feeling. That really doesn't sound comfortable, right? These music artists try to form some kind of comfort with their audiences when they speak. And I have a feeling is very formal. And if you're formal, you're not pushing the person away but you're definitely not being comfortable with them and you want people to be comfortable around you. Okay, now, sometimes it's very important to use get. In fact, sometimes we can only use get. And there are different situations that require you to use get or Strongly prefer you to use get if you really want to communicate your feelings accurately. Si en verdad quieres comunicar tus sentimientos de una manera uh, vivida, vividly. Okay, but before we talk about these reasons, first we have to understand the differences between stative verbs and dynamic verbs. What are you talking about, Daniel? Okay, I'm going to explain it. Don't worry. We know that verbs are actions. Like eat, laugh, smile. Those are verbs because it's an action. They are actions. But they're different type of verbs. Stative and dynamic. So what's the difference? Well, dynamic verbs are most of the verbs. Because... Dynamic verbs are things that happen, things that you do, like eating, drinking, laughing, joking, walking, talking. These are things that you do. They are action. But sometimes verbs are different. Stative verbs. Stative. De estado. So, for example, we have the verb love or the verb hate. Or the verb want, these are the things that happen when you think about it. These are states that you are in. So for example, I love her is a state that I am in. I, I love her. I hate him is a state. It's not an action that's happening, but hate it's still a verb. I want that piece of chocolate. Okay. I want it but where's the action so those are state of verbs now get get passives because we're talking about get passives today by the way a passive if you don't know is the different way of saying a sentence so for example you can say the you can say the dog bit the boy that's active But then you can also say the boy was bitten by the dog. That's passive and passives are sometimes longer than uh, active phrases. Okay, so the verb get only goes with dynamic verbs. Not all of them, but it only goes with dynamic verbs. It does not go with stative verbs. So to help you understand this. I'm going to show you two examples. The manager got feared or the manager was feared. Which one sounds better? Well, the manager was feared because when you think about it, feared is not an action. It's not something that's happening. It's a state, a state of verb. Which is why we would never say the manager got feared. Doesn't sound right. Another example, is I got believed and I was believed. What's the difference? Well, I got believed is not correct. It doesn't sound right because I got believed. Believed is a state of a verb, is a state that you are in. I was believed is more appropriate. Sometimes we could use both was and got in a sentence. And they both make sense. They both sound right. And this actually leads us to the second situation where get is preferred or got the past tense of get. Now this happens. The second situation happens when the person who is being talked about in the sentence is the person who is responsible or who caused something to happen. What are you talking about Daniel? my students, don't worry, I'm going to explain it to you. So, for example, we have the two phrases, she was arrested and she got arrested. She was arrested, she got arrested. What's the difference between these two? Now it's not that one is informal and one is formal, like most English teachers say. There's a difference and there's a reason why she got arrested is used sometimes. And she was arrested is used in other times. Now, the difference is not, I repeat, this is not the difference, what I'm about to say. She was arrested means that she was under the condition of being arrested before. That is not what this means, because this happens with adjectives. Okay, so she was sick. Sick is an adjective. That means that she was sick before and she is no longer sick now. That's okay. Or she was angry, right? Angry is an adjective. So she was angry means that she was angry in the past and she no longer is angry. But arrested is a verb, my students. So it doesn't mean that she was arrested yesterday and she no longer is arrested today. That's not what is happening here. What is happening is mood. What do you mean by what you say? Or what do you feel about the situation? So for example, if you say she was arrested, she was arrested, you are being neutral. Neutral means that you're not taking sides or that you don't have an opinion about what happened. She was arrested. If you say that, it just means that you're saying something that occurred in the past. She was arrested yesterday. You're not saying if it was her fault or if it was the police officer's fault. You're just saying that it's something that happened. But if you say she got arrested, that's different. There, you're implying that it was her fault. How do we know this? We know this because you can say she got arrested. Herself, arrested, herself, possessive pronoun, she got herself arrested. But you cannot say she was herself arrested. That makes no sense. So that's the difference between got and was in this situation. Because usually, got implies, implica, that the person brought it upon themselves. And this leads us to our next situation. Now, usually we use get when we refer to something good that happened or something bad that happened, but not something neutral. So for example, we can say, my watch got stolen and we can say, I got promoted. My watch got stolen and I got promoted. These are two good sentences. They're okay to say one is implying that something bad happened. My watch got stolen and one is implying that something good happened, something positive. I got promoted. But it would sound really weird if we were to say the milk got bought. The milk got bot makes no sense because bot is neutral. There's nothing good or nothing bad happening. You're just saying something that happened. And it's not that it's not grammatically correct, my students, it's just that it sounds incorrect because people don't use it this way. So another example is, the door got opened by the young man. That doesn't sound right because the door being opened by the young man is not something good or something bad. It's not like something good's gonna happen because the guy opened the door. The door got opened by the young man sounds weird. The door was opened by the young man. Now that's better. So a lot of the times using get instead of was implies that something bad happened. So for example, I was told to leave yesterday. I was told to leave. That's neutral. You're not saying that you were happy or that you were sad about someone telling you to leave. But, if someone says, I got told to leave, like one linguist put it once, if someone says that, immediately you feel or you understand that the person was hurt somehow. I got told to leave. I was told to leave. Now, sometimes get implies something unexpected. So, for example, the grass was cut and the grass got cut. What's the difference? Well, if you say the grass was cut, it's neutral. You're just saying that it's something that happened before. The mood is neutral. But if you say the grass got cut, ah, there it's more likely that you mean that it's something unexpected that happened. So for example, maybe you were waiting for a long time for the grass to get cut and then finally the grass got cut. Like, wow, I didn't expect it to happen because such a long time, because it's been a while since they've cut the grass, so now it finally got cut. Another example, I got promoted or I got paid. I got promoted instead of I was promoted because usually when you're promoted, it's not something that you expect. I got paid instead of I was paid. You would say I was paid if you're just expressing what happened. But if you say I got paid, it means more that it was something that you really needed or something that you were not expecting for a while. Finally, I got paid. Okay. Wow. Get, like I said, my students is everywhere in the language, but I hope that you were able to understand how to use this word get. I know it's a lot. I know that in this podcast we covered a lot so it's important for you to listen to it again listen to it piece by piece listen to it at least once a week for the next 4 weeks so that you can remember how to use how to use get property all right my students so it was a pleasure teaching you today on this podcast please remember to do the homework i love you all i really do i want you to learn But if you don't do the homework, it only takes five minutes every day, five minutes to do the homework. If you don't do the homework, you will not learn, my students. Okay, so please make an effort to do the homework. All righty. So I have to I mean, I got to go. So it was a pleasure and I hope to see you all. Next class, that's all for today. See you next time.